Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. Welcome back, everybody. So we have done a few of these types of uh, episodes that we're going to do for you today. Uh, the, the first one we did was uh, Santa Claus, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Uh, then we did one for you about uh, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine. Talked a little bit about the patron saints and... Today we're going to talk about St. Patrick and why we celebrate his day. So the encyclopedia over here, Mr. Matt Gunter, has dug up some some information, some research on St. Patrick for us, and I'm going to be learning right alongside you, so I'm, I'm excited about this one uh, as we do all of these. These are just some really cool mm-hmm. uh, informational, I don't know, why do we do the things we do? Because that's the way we've always done it. That's right. That's right. Well, and you think about all these holidays, like like Christmas is one that you kind of think like it, it kind of goes outside of it. But Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day, and I'm sure there are others that we'll find throughout the year. It's just oh, yeah. kind of strange that those are tied to patron saints. Like I don't, I don't, you know, the, what they are now is definitely has very little to do with what they, who they were, but it's kind of fun to look at it. Yeah, it is, and and not having done very much with the patron saints anyway, as uh, you know, with with our beliefs and the way things are done. Yeah. Okay, you know, have a, have a patron saint if you want. That's cool. We don't, but it just makes me wonder. You know, uh, if Saint Patrick is a is a patron saint, how many different things is he a saint over? <laughs> right. Beekeeping. No, that was Saint Valentine. That, that was Saint Valentine. Oops. Yeah, yeah. He's already got that one. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny enough, I should have looked into that deeper. The only thing I found was the patron saint of Ireland. Of Ireland. Uh, yeah. Ooh, he's got his own country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I wonder how he got that. I mean, it's, you know, how did you become the patron saint of Ireland? Surely there's more than one famous saint from Ireland. That's, that's kind of, I don't know. That's a high honor. That is, huh. that is. But, you know, I mean, apparently... These days, maybe it's Scotland, you know, you can become an earl just by buying a piece of a, a square foot of land, apparently. Huh, really? Um, I want to go be an earl. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's all a gimmick. But, you know, uh, maybe it doesn't take much over there to be uh, have these high honors. I don't that, know. Yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> all right. Let's stop making fun of St. Patrick. Um, so tell us a little bit about St. Patrick, Matt. Who is he? So, so St. Patrick, he is the, uh, the patron saint of Ireland. Um, he was around in the fifth century. He's got a couple of things that are kind of his claims to fame. So one interesting note about St. Patrick is he actually wasn't born in Ireland. I can't remember where he was born now. Probably should have written that down, but that's okay. He wasn't, so he wasn't born in Ireland, but he was kidnapped and at the age of 16 and uh, taken as a slave to Ireland. So that's how he ended up there. He, uh, he escaped several years later, but was so convicted about um, his faith and wanting others to be Christians that he took his faith back to Ireland to help them become Christians um, and to tell them about Jesus and stuff. So it's a, kind of an interesting little situation there that he's a patron saint, but he's not even technically Irish. That's interesting. How... Uh... I think he's he's a fraud, is what he is. No, no, not really. No, that's that's interesting. That I mean, to think if he was if he became known as a patron saint of Ireland, mm-hmm. and he wasn't even from there, mm-hmm. he must have done some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and and we really don't know a whole lot about him. I mean, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day on March seventeenth, um, so that's commemorating the day that he died, which. 
another weird thing with patron saints is we celebrate the day that they died. Like Valentine's Day, he died on uh, February 14th, or he was martyred on February 14th, and St. Patrick died on March 17th. I don't know why we celebrate the day that they died. But anyway, that's kind mm-hmm. of a weird thing. I celebrate their birth. Anyway, so he, but he's known for a couple of things. You know, one, he's got kind of the interesting story of, of being kidnapped and brought into Ireland as a slave, but one of the uh, one of the cool ties that we still celebrate with St. Patrick's Day is he, he's known for explaining the the Holy Trinity using a shamrock. So, you know, I, I know for me, I associate St. Patrick's Day with a four-leaf clover mm-hmm. um, being luck. But he actually used a three-leaf, the more standard clover, I guess, to explain how the Holy Trinity works and what it is uh, with the, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So that's one of his claims to fame. So if he used the three-leaf clover for that, which is really cool, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we most associate that with the cross, and mm-hmm. um, uh, the Holy Trinity is just something difficult to explain anyway, especially yeah. to children. So that that's really cool. But if he used that for that purpose, why is the four-leaf clover the one that's considered lucky? So uh little tidbit here, um, the three-leaf clover is also used to represent faith, hope, and love. Uh, in the church, but if you found a four-leaf clover, you got faith, hope, and love, and so the fourth one was all about luck, and so that is where the luck of the four-leaf clover and the luck of the Irish uh, comes from. Is when you've got that fourth leaf, you've got faith, hope, and love, but you also have a little bit of luck on your side, which is interesting from a from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. Considering, you know, yes, you can believe in luck; that's cool, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we tend to believe that God provides everything Mm -hmm. and if something just seems lucky it's probably because god said here's a blessing for you yeah so we don't necessarily as i mean i don't i I think i know about you but Mm -hmm. i i don't necessarily believe in luck yeah um so it's interesting that is included with something Mm -hmm. as as uh as holy as the trinity right well no i think i think it's really interesting that 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 is like you're talking about faith hope and love which that comes out of uh Corinthians, first, first Corinthians 13. Yeah. Oh, I knew something. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, when, when Paul says, um, these three things remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so that's, that's where that comes from. And so the idea that luck gets tacked onto that, um, I'm trying to remember the quote, but it's something about, you know, luck is, is really opportunity and, and perspiration basically like it's taking advantage of the opportunities in front of you and working at it, making it mm-hmm. happen. Right. And so, we and we both experienced that. I'm like, I would consider myself very fortunate, but to say that I've been lucky in life would take the credit away from where it should be. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess people in Vegas, they, some of them, they consider themselves lucky, but mm-hmm. you know, hey, they persevere and spend ten thousand to win one. Perseverance. That's it. Perseverance <laughs> and perspiration. That's it. Perseverance yeah. and perspiration. Okay. That's I like it. it. Anyway, so but, but yeah, no, that it, it is. It is interesting in a faith context to be talking about luck because it's. Well, luck. maybe Paul just misspelled love. Faith, hope, and love, and the greatest is luck. <laughs> the think? greatest is no, luck. no. Okay, all right. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. All right. So we tried. We tried St. Patrick. How did we? as Americans start celebrating St. Patrick's day. I I guess I should ask, why did we start celebrating St. Patrick's day? And how did we start associating it with green beer? I mean, I like green beer every once in a while, (laughs) I think. But but it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of (laughs) weird to to start where we started and ended up with green beer. So, so he first started being celebrated in the ninth or 10th century, but it wasn't officially established as like a holiday until the 1600s. But really 
as we Americans do, we like to take things from other places and amp them up and make them bigger and better, right? Well, um, we're all from different places. Exactly. Everything comes from somewhere else anyway. That, that's right. We're, we're just a giant <laughs> melting pot. That's right. And so uh, the way St. Patrick's Day became what it is all about, you know, wearing something green and, uh, you know, green drinks and green beer and all that stuff is because people from Ireland who celebrated it over there immigrated to America and said, ah, we're going to have some fun with this. And so like I was reading up some stuff on this earlier about like the, the green pond in Chicago where they, they take a giant pond in the city and turn it green and uh, there are parades everywhere and all that kind of stuff. None of that really happened in Ireland before they got here. They just got here and said, Hey, let's have some fun with it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, they've got, what is it? The, the Emerald Isle that they talk about, yeah. uh, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, and that's just my, I don't know anything, but that's mm-hmm. just me thinking out loud that well, maybe that's, that's where, where some of the green. Yeah. See, I, I know things sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another interesting little tidbit, March 17th, if, if you are, if you grew up around the Catholic faith or you're familiar um, with kind of Mardi Gras season and, and Lent and all of that. Which is where we're in right now. Right. Literally, yeah. as we record this, tomorrow is Fat Tuesday. Yeah. So we're we're jumping right into it. St. Patrick's Day almost always falls somewhere during the Lent season. And so there's a real chance that the reason it became the big party scene that it is, is it's kind of a break from Lent. So Lent is typically a time where from Ash Wednesday, so the day after Fat Tuesday, the day after Mardi Gras, all the way until Holy Thursday, which is right before Easter, people tend to, you know, participate in fasting. Um, you know, uh, people who are all into it, they don't eat meat on Fridays. And and the point of it is a good one. It's it's taking forty days to refocus yourself on Christ, leading into Easter, and that and that's all good things. Um, After Fat Tuesday, when they've partied and thrown beads at each other and everything else, and then they're like, "Okay, it's Ash Wednesday. Let's be good now." Ex- exactly. <laughs> this is and now we have opened the issue with Lent. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's not what happens during Lent. <laughs> Yes. And, and actually, I've I've done that sort of thing before. Beats? You like the beads? No, 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 no. no, oh. no, no. The, the lint part, the lint part. <laughs> um, oh, you know, like I remember in college, like a popular one was to uh, to not have sodas for forty days, and like it's actually a good thing to do, right? You can take things that are not so great for you and just say, "I'm not going to do that for forty days," but but that's kind of the point behind Lent. And so with St. Patrick's Day, it almost always falls during Lent season. And so, yeah, you, you just throw a big old party in the middle of it because you're celebrating St. Patrick. Yeah. So that's very likely where some of this came from. So we now know then why clovers are used or mm-hmm. are a part of St. Patrick's Day. We know where he came from. We know when. Now here's the ultimate question. Why leprechauns? <laughs> you know, leprechauns <laughs> are, are are interesting little creatures. I, I think of the, the Disney movie and I'm uh, luck of the Irish when I think of leprechauns and the, you know, the, the short little people with red hair and all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, if I've seen that one. Yeah. It's a, it, it was around, I think early two thousands probably mm-hmm. anyway, but yeah, it, it's a good one. It's a good one. But, but leprechauns are, are an interesting little piece of the story here. So they actually come from old Irish fables. So these were little dudes, uh, little pint-sized guys that were shoemakers and crafty little guys. They would hide pots of gold at the end of the rainbow. And that was kind of their their claim to fame. And so this was all part of Irish folklore. And so uh, these, these little guys were tough to catch, tough to find. But if you ever found one and you ever caught one, 
the reward for finding it and uh, and setting it free was you get were granted three wishes, a little bit like uh, Aladdin and the Genie and the Lamp, right? Um, we're going all kinds of Disney yeah, here. More and um, more Disney. I love it. Um, so leprechauns don't really have anything to do with St. Patrick's Day other than the fact that they're Irish. And so because, you know, people who grew up in Ireland with these old fables and stuff, um, they brought that as part of their culture. And so St. Patrick's Day grew in popularity and grew out. That just kind of got shifted in with all of that. That just came came as part of the package deal. Interesting. So three wishes, not a pot of gold. No pot of gold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's all right. I mean, I guess they, if you have three wishes, you can wish for three pots of gold. This is true. This is true. <laughs> and they, you know, they hit them at the end of the rainbow, but you know, who's ever found the end of a rainbow? I've always wanted to chase that down. See I if thought it really I saw is. it one time. Yeah. yeah it was a mirage. <laughs> <laughs> the oasis in the desert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mirage completely. You know, our, our podcast is all about reaching those who have the misconceptions about the church, who don't understand what the church is all about. Um, you know, now, from me, you know what? This is a great opportunity to introduce the outside looking, inside looking out. Da, da, da. So, for me, I have never seen any of the holidays as Christian holidays. In fact, people mm. have said many times, you know, that that Christmas comes from pagan holidays and winter solstice and all of this stuff and. You know, anything can be turned into anything. Right. But I find it interesting to hear now that people like St. Valentine and uh, St. Patrick, they started out Christian. Mm -hmm. And it's then turned into something different. Yeah. I find it interesting that Christmas being the ultimate um, Christian celebration was, is claimed to have been taken from pagan holidays. Mm -hmm. But these started out as Christian holidays are now turned into almost more like pagan holidays. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I just find that interesting. And I had never looked at it that way. That's my outside looking in perspective that um, all growing up, I have never heard of any of these being mm -hmm. a Christian type thing. Yeah. And from the inside looking out, I had never even thought about it until we started talking about it for Christmas and Valentine's Day and now St. Patrick's Day. If, yeah, these were real people. You know, yeah. Saint, Saint Nick was a real dude. Uh, Saint Valentine was a real guy. Saint Patrick as well. And so, um, it's cool that they had such an impact that they are celebrated. But I think you know one of the things that I, that I like about um, all of these guys is that just their their legend leaves a great example for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with with Saint Nick, it was all about being generous and giving. Um, with Saint Valentine, it was about loving on people around you despite what other people may may say is right and wrong um and with with saint patrick here you know his his simple illustration of a three-leaf clover representing the trinity which is like you mentioned it's a hard concept to to mm -hmm. get your head around that you know god is god the father son and holy spirit but it's all the same god but they're all different and you know three parts of the same thing it, it gets it gets convoluted but his his legend is that he made that he simplified it down so that other people could understand it. And we want to talk about forgiveness too, which is we, we just talked about that um, in last week's episodes. Yeah. You know, this is a guy that was captured, taken as a slave uh, in a land. He escaped, but then he was so convicted. He came back, 
so that he could share, share his faith with them. Yeah. That's a, that's pretty awesome. I, I really like that. And I think it's definitely, um, it's cool that we get to celebrate him for St. Patrick's day. So, yeah. um, even with green beer or without, right, right. Just, <laughs> just wear some green or, or don't, you know, whatever you do. Uh, if you don't, you're going to get pinched. So you uh, might want to be that, careful. That's a fact that, that, that will happen. <laughs> so but, I just had a realization though. Hmm. St. Patrick, was the first one to simplify Jesus with a clover. Ah. Ooh, you see what I did there? <laughs> this is the, the this was the man that came before. This That's is right. it. Yes. That's right. I love it. I love it. And speaking of simplifying Jesus, you know, something that we, we try to do in every episode is take a second to step back and, and talk about why we do this. You know, ultimately our our goal in having this podcast, we're having fun with the with the patron saints and and simplifying things down is we want to tell you about Jesus. That's why we're here. That's why we do this. And so we would be remiss without laying it out there that if you haven't accepted Christ or if you've got questions about what that looks like or why in the world would we record this podcast and put it out there for, <laughs> for people who aren't in church to listen to, um, man, shoot us a note, info at simplifyjesus.com. We would love to uh, get to talk to you more about that, about what it means to accept Jesus, to have salvation. It's a free gift, and we want everybody to take part of it. That's why we do this. Um, that's why we're here. And so just before we close, I want to make sure we've got that in there, that that's what this is all about. Yeah. We're here to help you find uh, that path that you might be looking for to help clear up that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. If you're searching for something, if you've got a hole you're trying to fill, there's probably a good reason for that. Yeah. And, and you probably need to look a little more spiritual than than maybe uh, materialistic. So yeah, reach out to us. Let us know what um, what kind of questions we can answer or who we can find to answer them for you. Yeah. So, well, that was fun. I've enjoyed doing this one. Um, I know we made fun of a saint a little bit, but but um, it's all in good fun, as, mm-hmm. as is, you know, drinking green beer for St. Patrick's Day. There you go. And, <laughs> so y'all be sure to check out our website where you can find all of our information at www.simplifyjesus.com and uh, there you'll find the links to our Facebook page or our Twitter our YouTube our Instagram and what else do we have? We LinkedIn have LinkedIn we have a LinkedIn page as well so be sure to uh, uh, drop us a note let us know what you think and let us know if we can help in any way there you go we'll see you guys next week take care